2: What is sapiosexuality? Thanks for asking! What are you most attracted to when looking for someone to date? Social status? A sense of humour? Good looks? Well, those are all positive traits for sure. But for sapiosexuals, there's one quality which trumps all others, and that's intelligence. The word comes from the latin sapien, which means wise. Sapiosexuals don't fall in love at first sight, or even through an emotional spark. Rather, they seduce one another through long and complex discussions. Well, it's nothing new being attracted to someone who's intelligent, is it? That's true. After all, you're unlikely to find anyone out there claiming they're into stupid people. But sapiosexuals take things to a whole new level. Their partners may well have a successful career and financial stability too, but it's the intelligence which really counts most. Furthermore, studies have shown that most of us are attracted to people with above average IQs, but only up to a certain point. The further you go past an IQ of 120, that trend actually tends to reverse. For sapiosexuals, intelligence is both a physical and emotional turn on. The brain has to be stimulated on an intellectual level before a sapiosexual would even consider the thought of physical intimacy. The term was coined online in the early 2000s, but it's only in the last decade that its popularity has really taken off. Since the mid-2010s, some dating sites have allowed members to select sapiosexuality as a criteria to match with others. Wait a minute, are you saying it's a sexual orientation in its own right? It's certainly up for debate. There are some sexuality experts who would consider that to be true. Some people who identify as sapiosexual are outside of traditional gender and sexuality binaries. When choosing a partner, they may consider gender irrelevant, as long as the person is smart enough, of course. Others have suggested sapiosexuality shouldn't be seen as a queer identity precisely because it doesn't relate to gender preferences and sapiosexuals aren't particularly marginalised like other sexual minorities. Critics have even labelled it as ableist or elitist. Society is constantly evolving. Sexuality is no longer simply about choosing the right partner for reproduction. In past episodes we've covered non-traditional identities like non-binary and pansexuality. Well. Identifying as sapiosexual may also help people define themselves and find others who feel the same way. There you have it. Now you know what sapiosexuality is. In under three minutes we answer your questions. What would you like to know about? Use the comments section to ask your questions on the podcast platform.